So we're here on Hoshana Rabba night. We're coming towards the end of the night, and we're going to go into the Tefillah, which is a very, very important part of Hoshana Rabba. So I want to try to understand together a little bit what we're doing in the Tefillah, what's the Avoidah, and how to make the most out of the day as we can. So we know, brought down from the Mikubalim, that Hoshana Rabba is also a time of din. Okay? So we need to understand what this din is. We already had Yom Adin on Rosh Hashanah. We had the Chasimah Sadin on Yom Kippurim. What do we need to have din a second time? Another din. Now there are those that say that the point of the din is like a chesed that Hashem is doing for us that even if you didn't pass the din on the first time around, now there's still another makam to rip up the gazar din from before and be able to get yourself a good din. So it's a chesed. It's not needed for people that passed. It's needed for people that didn't pass. You have another opportunity. And there is truth to that, 100%. However, it's Mavur and the Svarim that even those that passed the din of Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, there's another din going on at this time. It's brought down that the Hatam Sofer said in the last year of his life, he said, I passed the din of Rosh Hashanah and I passed the din of Yom Kippurim, but I did not pass the din of Hashanah Rabbah. So you see that there is another shlav in the din that has to be taken very serious. So for two reasons we have to take the day very serious. If we didn't pass the din of Rosh Hashanah Kippur, which we can't be so batuach that we did, like the Yiduah Dekamayma from the Balai Musa, the Ba'atzim after Rosh Hashanah Kippur, a person should make the Berachah Hagomel. Because they say that Erev Roshon, a person loses his cheskas chai. Before Roshon, you have no chazaka that you're going to live. And then you went through Roshon Yom Kippur, and now you got chayim. So you have to make hagoyma. The problem is that we don't know for sure if we did or didn't. So we can't assume that we're becheskas chai. So in that light, of course, we have to look at this opportunity that maybe now, in the last minute, we can, we can be zoicha. And then on the other side, even if we were Zaycha, there's still another Shlav in the Din that has to go through. The only question is, we have to understand what this Din is. What is it? We already did Tshuva, we already did the Kabbalahs, we made our Kabbalahs, like what's now? Okay? That's a question we have to understand. Now, in this forum it says something like this, and we'll try to explain it in a practical way. So the way they explain is, that what happened was when Hashem made the Bria, when He created the Bria, He created it with the Shem Havaya, Yud Vav K. And Yud Vav K is 26. Okay? So the completion of the entire creation was on day 26. That's when the whole Malchus was set up and completed. It was the Gemar of what began in creation on the 26th of Elul. Okay? 
So Hishan Rabbah is the 26th day. That means it's the Gemar of the creation of the world. However, the Odom was not created on Chavav Elul. The Odom was created on Rosh Hashanah. That means five days later he was created, right? He's, he's, today is, is 21. 21 is Yud Vav without the Hay. Right? And therefore, why, what's the significance of that? Because hey, the last hey, I'm just saying over what it says in Kabbalah, I'm going to explain it on Pshat, in a lower, more relatable way, okay? But just to show you a little bit the source of it. The hey, the last hey of Yudke Vavke is what we call Malchus. Malchus means that the Kvot Shemayim and the Bria has to come out. And that is the Avoidas Ha'odah. Is Hashem built the whole creation and He built every, all the different material and whatever is needed. And now He put man into the world and He says, now you have to do the finished product. You have to make the last hay. You have to make the last hay. You have to go ahead and Megalik That's your work. And therefore the din of Hashanah Rabbah is very much dependent on that. Are you a person? That is going to do the purpose of creation of being Megalic Poichemaim in the brain. That's what it says in the books. So we have the Mazbeda. They're giving you a, a, a little bit of an understanding of what the din is about. So we have to explain. Another point we have to explain is that we find a very interesting thing about Hashanah Rabbah, which is very unique. Everything that we have in Avodah Hashem, there is really coming from the Posik, the Chacham Darshan, the Psukim, the Halachas Benigla, the whole thing comes from the world of Nigla, what was revealed to us. And then people that are like Mekubalim and very deep people, they can go deeper into what's going on. But when it comes to the Shana Rabbah, the whole thing is really Kabbalah. Everything is Kabbalah. Today, like every guy becomes a Mekubal. You know what I'm saying? He's walking around with his things, hitting the ground five times, all fancy stuff. Nobody knows what they're doing. It's so fancy. So the whole, the whole, the whole Rabbah, even the fact that it's a din and all the inyonim was revealed only from the Mikubalim. It's not revealed before that. And there's a lot of it which is minhogim and the takonas of chachomim. It's not, uh, uh, coming down from the, from the ksuvim down, right? What's pshat that on Hashanah Rabbah, which is such a, fundamental day, once the Arizal and the, and the Zoya and all that, the Ramchal and all these people were Megala, such deep things, it's like, why didn't someone tell us this beforehand, you know? And 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 and, and what's this, this Indian? We try to explain, okay? So, Koyim Kol, we have to understand something very deep in Avoyita, which is very, very much attached to everything that we're saying over here. There's something like this. A person has to have a certain feeling of what we call achrayas. He has to have achrayas. Let me try to explain what achrayas means. It means, let's say, a person went on Roshana, Mekabal Ol Malchul Shemayim, Mekabal Ol Mitzvahs, he made a, he made a Kabbalah, so let's say, for example, he wants to work on Lashon Hara, right? 
So now he made a Kabbalah every day. He's going to learn two halachas a day in the Shmir Saloshim. So that's his Kabbalah to work on his uh, Shmir Saloshim. Okay, very nice. Then he goes into life. And in life, there's a lot of surprises. Life, things are happening all the time. And now, Lama Zagim, the guy's wife got sick. He's got the kids on his head. He has all kinds of achrays. That Seder, to learn two halachas a day, is not shaykh. It's not shaykh. And the Khanami made the Kabbalah, but it's not shaykh. So he can say, listen, I tried to do Shmir Salashim, and it didn't go. Finished. But that's not a person who's Mechabal Achrayis to work on his Lashim. A person who's Mechabal Achrayis to work on Shmir Salashim has to come up with plan B if plan A doesn't work. He has to now be creative and think of another mahalach, how he's going to work on Lashon So maybe now he has to switch. He has to say on a Shabbos table, where people usually talk about other people, and they end up speaking Lashon so he makes a Kabbalah that on his Shabbos table, the Olam, he tells his family, in this table we don't speak about people. We sing, we say the Torah, we don't talk about people. So he made plan B. Why? Because he took the responsibility to succeed at the mission. Not succeed in the specific plan that he made originally, because that you don't have control of. The specific plan that you made originally could be is not going to work. It's possible it's not going to work. But the, but the, the, the achrayis to get the job done and understand when you say achrayis, it means that you're responsible. And if you don't do it, you have to pay, like a shomer, right? You give him something to watch. It takes achrayis. If the shmira didn't go through, he has to pay. It's achrayis. It's makabal achrayis to be able to bring the avoider to fruition. That's another shlav and avoider. We are makabal achrayis to bring it to fruition. Makabal achrayis to bring kvot shemayim to the briyat. That's a very deep point in, in Avodah Sa'odam, which is sometimes it surpasses the law. Because, let's say, for example, if the law says that you have to work be'emunah, you can't cheat in business. Okay? I follow the law. I didn't cheat in business. The law says, even though you have to work, you have to be kavayitim l'tayim. Kavayitim l'tayim. The law says that you have to give mice. I gave mice. So now, I did everything the law says. Right? Good. Unbelievable. But it doesn't say in the Shulchan Aruch that you can't build a mansion. That doesn't say that. That it doesn't say that you're not allowed to flaunt your wealth. It doesn't say there that you, that you can't uh, take your money and buy a yacht and an airplane and go on vacation. It doesn't say that. Doesn't say that you can't eat in the fanciest restaurants, right? But a person that took a chrayis and understood that the purpose of life was to reveal the Kvaychamai, and any resources that Hashem gave him was given to him for the purpose of revealing Kvaychamaya, not for the purpose of indulging in the Tigris Alamhaza. So that's a person who took achrayis 
to make Giluk Shemayim and the Bria, he's going to use it for the right things. He's not going to use it for the wrong things. So that's not in the law. That's in the purpose. In the purpose of the Bria. We were talking before, that's very interesting that in Sukkot, everything is about Parnassah. Chamayim and the Nanuim and everything is Parnosa. We daven for Parnosa, Parnosa, Parnosa. Everything is about Gelat. Yeah? is the last place you talk about Gelat. Because everything you look about Chagasukas has to do with spirituality. Roshani Mekabal Malchus Shemayim, Mkipi Mekabal Al Mitzvahs, Idu Tshuva. Now you go into the Sukkah, which is Tzela de Memnusa, you're going into the the shade of Emuna, you're leaving the Diras Keva and you're going into the Diras Arai, that you're showing yourself that the world is only a Proizdal of Neolim Habo, it's only a, a, a place that you're passing through, and the purpose of life is something much higher. All these things that's going on. Techabekeni, Yemino Techabekeni, Hashem gives you a hug, it's a relationship with Hashem. We're, we're building up, what are we building up for? <clears throat> we're building up a Simchat Torah. From Elul, we already have to have Simchat Torah in the mind. Because it's a building. So in Elul, I'm preparing already for Rosh Hashanah, and Rosh Hashanah is a Tshuva, and then Yom Kippur, and then Sukkot, and then Oishan Rav, and then Shmini Simchat Torah, that's the price. So what's Simchat Torah? The, the, the total and complete dedication to learning. So it's, it's a whole thing is spiritual. It's like the spiritual billion of the Odom. The Iker Chayim of a human being is Chayim Ruchni. So when Hashem says, Zachrena Lachayim, means He's building us, giving us Chayim Ruchni. And every Indian has to do with Ruchni is too. Because the person needs protection from the Yetzer Ara. So Tzela Dememnusa means it gives you protection. Hashem gave you a new Chiyus, He gave you new vitality, new spiritual vitality. He took away the Timtumalei, he gave you confidence, now he has to protect you. So he puts you in the tail of the Memnusa. All these things, the hakafness that we do, right? So it's brought down in Svarim, right? The course from the Yerushalmi, but Yerushalmi and the Svarim all talk about it. That just that we go around seven times is the same way they went around the wall of Yerichoi, right? Yerichoi was obviously a very spiritual place. And because it was such a spiritual place, the Koyche Satumba didn't want to allow anybody access to that spirituality. That's Choymas Yerichoi. Choymas Yerichoi was, was all the forces of Tumba, all the forces of Tumba blocking the access to the biggest Kedusha possible, right? So what happened? They had a whole thing that they went every day one time and then at the end seven times, right? So Dugmas, the Akhafmas that they did to destroy the walls around Yerichoi to access this unbelievable Kedusha, so too we go around and we make the Akhafmas and it destroys and breaks that wall, meaning we have unbelievable Kedusha in the Panemius Adam. The Adam's Neshama is the Chelek HaLekai Mimal. It's a massive, thank you, Tzadam. It's a massive, massive uh, piece of Kedusha that has to flourish and develop. But why can't we touch it? How come we don't have a Gishmak in learning? Why don't we have a Gishmak in davening? Why don't we have a drive? Because it's trapped. It's trapped by a wall. A wall of desire, a wall of dimyan, a wall of tumor, right? 
So when we go around and we do the Akafas, the tremendous Yad Vishmaya, Kodesh Baruch is giving us an ability to reach the Panerius again. Right? Then what's the Akafot on Simchat Torah? Akafot on Simchat Torah is to erect a new wall of Kedusha. That means to fortify and to protect your holiness that the Yitzhahara can't get to you. So it's a, a, such a spiritual holiday with such unbelievable Siyat HaDashmaya which if you were reading this forum, it blows your mind away where it's creating what we call a zivug, a marriage between us and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. You can't get higher than that. That's the biggest of the big. And the, the, the Goyen talks about how it's the aura of Atit Lavok. You get like a burst, a little taste, a little whiff of what's going to be after Moshiach comes. So it's such a spiritual elevation. So it's a very, very spiritual holiday. So what are we busy davening with Panosa? Keep, keep Panosa for a different time. And Teret says, because this is the real time to daven for Panosa. Because when I have clarity what life is all about, and I understand that all my passions, my emotions, my abilities, my rechush, my possessions, everything is for the higher purpose, which is Gilug for Chamayim. Now I can ask for Panosa. Because now I'm asking the right way. Because I'm asking Hashem for the resources to do the job of being Megalic Poet Shemayim. So Gilic Poet Shemayim is the purpose of creation, but it's not enough, Gilic Poet Shemayim. Make Gilic Poet Shemayim is taking a certain Achrayis Mitzad the Odom. Because here's where the creativity of the human being comes in. The creativity of the human being to use his talents, that's a personal thing. To use his talents, to use his money, to use his capabilities. Unbelievable thing we have uh, in the human being, you know. We know that we're holding before Mashiach. And Mashiach is a time of Gilui Kvayt That's going to be a big revelation, right? And that responsibility to make that revelation is on us. We have to try as hard as we can to reveal the Kvayt in the prayer. That's our job. And in order to do that job... We were given the resource to have this unbelievable desire to reveal. So what happens? If we don't tap into that desire to reveal in a spiritual way, what happens is we start revealing ourselves. All of a sudden everybody's building mansions, driving these kind of cars. What are we doing? Once upon a time, a lot of people had a lot of money. A lot of money. But nobody knew. You know the old timers, the old timers, the rich guys, the old timers? Yeah? You didn't know they had money. They had a lot of money, but you didn't know about it. You didn't have this, today's generation, everything is about revealing. The guy makes four dollars, he's already revealing. He has enough to make payments, so he has to reveal that he has epis guilt, that you think he has more guilt than he actually has. That's the distortion of the revealing powers of the human being. But it's a power. It's a power of a human being to reveal. What could he reveal? He could reveal Kvayt Shemayim. He could take money and build yeshivas with it. He could do a lot of things with it. He could reveal. He has kaychas to reveal. But it's a distortion of the kaychas. We have unbelievable kaychas. We have kaychas where we have, we do have this concept called akrayas. Let's say a guy takes you as a partner into his business. And he gives you a division. Now he didn't bring you here to have lunch with you. He brought you here to make 
money. That's why you're here. And that's your achrais. And you gotta eat it, you gotta breathe it, you gotta sleep it, you gotta live it. And when plan A doesn't work, come up with plan B. And the achrais that you accepted to make money is forcing you what? To develop your talents and your creativity, right? But that's not why that inner desire and Kabbalah Christ wasn't given to you for that. Because making money has nothing to do with you. You have to daven. It's not really the shetach of your control, but the distortion of the koach. But you have the koach. The distortion of the koach, really, where's that koach supposed to be? That koach supposed to be used for spirituality. I have a is too grow. If plan A don't work, Come with plan B. There's a very deep point. Because even though the Chayvah Salavah says, in Havayinus Hashem, there's also Bittachem. Because if I want to put on Tefillin, doesn't mean I can do it. Doesn't mean I can actually succeed at it. Why? Because first of all, I don't know what's going on in the Sofer's brain. I can't control the Sofer's brain. If he doesn't have Machshavus Lashmaras, Tefillin is possible. I can't control that my arm should be working. So in a certain degree, in order to mekayim the mitzvah b'poyel, I have to have a betachin. But, so where's achrayis? If I'm not in charge of the outcome, so how can I have achrayis? You understand? A very deep, fundamental question I'm asking you. In Gashmi, there's no such thing as Kabbalah's achrayis. The reason why people don't have menuchas hanevesh, the reason why people are stressed and have anxiety, is because they're trying to control things that are not in their control. But if they would realize things that are not in their control, and they would release their desire to control and to manipulate, they would be calm. Yeah? So in Avayim there's also a certain menuchah sanefesh. Because you have to do, you have to do. But you can't always manipulate results. Correct? What does that mean? I want to teach Torah. I want. But then I have a Talmud. Ulohotzeh benmod. So if I feel the crisis that I have to, I don't know what, right? So I get stressed out from that, right? So there's an element of betochen that goes in Avodah too, right? So how can you have Kabbalah Sakhrayas? So the Teretz in Kabbalah Sakhrayas is a very deep point. I decided this is the Mahalach. I had a reason to decide this is Mahalach. But when I hit a wall, Kabbalah Sakhrayas says, I'll do it a different way. The achrayis is to get to the bottom line, not through this necessary this method. There's no kabbalas achrayis in the ikad method, but in the soif pasuk there is. That's the difference in gashmis and ruchnis. In gashmis, there's no kabbalas achrayis. In the, the soif pasuk, it's which to decide how much money I make. But in, in ruchnis, there's a kabbalas achrayis. I have an achrayis to develop myself. And achrayis by definition means that if I don't, I pay a price. That's achrayis. So, but, 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 but how am I going to do it? I have to become creative. I have to come up with new methods. If this plan doesn't work, plan B, I go with that. If today, it's not through this mahalach of avoidance, through chesed, I'll do it through chesed, I'll go through chesed. Tomorrow I can go through MS. Different things are different kukas, I do different things, right? Because I'm a Kabbalah for what? To Megalic Poichemayim. How do you Megalic Poichemayim? A, you Megalic Poichemayim by developing your Tselem Aleikim. That's a Gilic Poichemayim. 
Meaning, in the world, there's a concept of a guy being a nice guy. The world can't run if people are a bunch of animals. Can't run. So people have to have uh, some type of derech uh, You want to be married. I don't care if you have Tzalem Kim or not. You have to behave, you know. Marriage requires a certain behavior. Business requires a certain behavior. You have to have customer service. You have to have certain things. You have to be able to get along with people. There's a certain amount of humanity that has to exist for humanity to exist. But that's not Tzalem Kim. Tzalem Kim is when I see Eloi Kush coming out of you. That means, let's say, a guy stole money from me. And I can't be moitzi the moment bedayonim. I don't have agent. I know he stole it. But I can't be moitzi the moment bedayonim. So if I'm not going to be moichulim, what's going to happen? He's going to go to Ghana. So I'm a chroy to be moichulim so he doesn't go to Ghana. That's not human. That is not human. That's a spark of godliness comes out over here. Wow, that's unbelievable. The more the magic says, if let's say a guy, a goyim, they can't believe, it's impossible, impossible, that a Jewish person is walking in the street on Shabbat, he sees a wad of cash, hundreds, there's a little uh, rubber band around it, and he's got like a zah, wad of hundreds, and nobody's looking, and there's no cameras, and nobody will ever know, he can't believe that the Jew will not bend down, pick it up, put it in his pocket on Shabbat. And they're right. Human beings can't do that. Cannot. Come to some moment, too big. Salam alaikum. That's where it shines out. There's another measure that says, imagine you have a chosen kala, they dated for whatever, and now they're anticipating the, the marriage for X amount of months, and they're excited, and the anticipation is there, and they have the wedding, and they're dancing, ahin, ahet, and it comes that night, and the kala says to the chosen, ra'isi dam kecharvi. I saw a drop of blood, I am nida, zaygezot. So, the chazal say, a goy cannot believe that a human being will have the self-control to overcome that desire. You're right. A human being cannot have that control. A Tzalem Aleichim can have that control. That's where the godliness will come out. No, the woman is not here for my pleasure. We got married for a purpose. And the purpose works with the Gidre Hatayra. And if it's not working with the Gidre Hatayra, then I take my Taiva and put it in the closet for now. Because now it's not to be used. It's a Kaili. It's a Kalian Avoida. Taiva is a Kalian Avoida. Is that a human thing? No. A human thing is Taiva is Taiva. The only Seichel I put in, as far as a human being is that I can't allow my Taiva to do something dangerous to someone else. Or dangerous to myself. Or something that will corrupt society. Adkan is the self-control. But the Taiva, what's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? This world was given to you to have pleasure, enjoy, finish. But then when you are Tzalem Aleichem, it's not, no, 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 no. Taiva was not given to you for you to enjoy, no. Taiva was a keli fa'avoyda. And sometimes it has to be used, and sometimes the Torah says no. So then you put it away. 
It's not the Kaili. Deep things. That's Selim Aleikim. But you have a Chrayis to develop your Selim Aleikim. Because developing your Selim Aleikim is your way of being Megalic Shemai. If let's say I see a kid who's not in Yeshiva, right? So I say, you know what? My kid's on Yeshiva. It's his problem, his parents' problem, right? No. You have a, a chrayis to Megalic Shemayim. So you have to do whatever you can to help that that kid should also be productive. So a chrayis of Shemayim is very wide-reaching. It's mechaiv us to use our talents for the higher purpose. It's mechaiv us to, 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 to make sure other people are doing it. It's mechaiv a lot of things. That's called Gilik Shemayim. It's a much deeper achrayis. Because even in the Etzim Aboyga, sometimes I can't do the, the specific mitzvah, but it doesn't pop to me from the bottom line. That's achrayis. So that's what they're saying in Kabbalah. When they say that the last hey of Yudke Vavke, which is the Gilui Kvoit Shemayim, which is the Malchus, that's the achrayis ha'odom, and that's what you're judged on Hashanah Rabbah. What kind of guy are you? Are you a person who accepts the Christ, the Megalic Shemayim and the Bria? Or you're a letter of the law guy? Ad Khan. Ad Khan, letter of the law guy, which is to some degree a Gilek Shemayim itself, to follow the letter of the law. But how much are you masur to that thing? How much are you living the, the purpose of life. Some people can live within the letter of the law and be a novel b'shus ha'tere. A novel b'shus ha'tere means I, I'm careful not to break the law, but I'm still a naval b'shus ha'tere. So you're not living the purpose of life. You're b'shus ha'tere, but you're a novel. You're not living the purpose of life. So it's only after all this growth of Roshani of Kippur and Sukkot that we can have the right perspectives in life. We can be on a level to understand the concept of Kedusha. We can be on a level understanding that spirituality is a reality, purpose of life, the love of Hashem that He made us a Shukta from the Maizu. We're in a different space right now. When you're in a different space, that's when you can start talking about Parnosa. That's when you can start talking about uh, using Gashmias. Otherwise, we become like that person who our relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu is totally and completely self-serving. We heard that if you have B'tachet Hashem, He'll give you what you B'tachet. He asked to. He made the rule. Hashem made the rule. If you B'tachet Him, He's got to give it to you. He's like, ah, sits down one day, He says, you know what will make my quality of life Givaldic? But, uh, have yeshiva, cost money, you know. If I had two donors, this guy takes five million, this guy takes five million on him, I sit down, I'll maybe do hot in Ahareni, and I have the money coming in to me, ah, Givaldic, Muridic. Or it could be Samasdam, he likes it, he says, if I have a nice house, a nice car, and I have this, and I have that, and uh, I have a house and deal for the summer, and a apartment in Israel when I get a spiritual moment I gotta run off and have my my uh, my my supercharge of uh, spirituality I got a spot there for that too you know okay I have my big list of things that I know will make my life the schmack 
And then I say, Hashem, betochet. Start giving me what I want. I manipulate you. There's betochet, it works. Right? So that's called having a one-way relationship. I am interested in being close to Hashem because if you have a billionaire, you want to be close to the billionaire because it has its perks. You want to be close to the biggest doctor in the world, it has its perks. You want to be close to the guy with the most power in the world, it has its perks, right? So I want to be close to Hashem. Why not? Kesef, Rafuah, connections, Kavaldik. No, that's not the point. The point is a relationship. Relationship means two ways. He's interested in you too. Interested in me means I'm interested in him. Not interested in what I can get from him for myself. Because I'm only interested in myself. Now that's a high level. That's called Kedusha. That's Simchat Torah. That's the Zivuk. The Chosen Vekal. Yichud Shalem. We are in a relationship together to do something. Hashem is like the Chosen who's going to give the Ashpo and we're like the Kala who's going to take the Ashpo and Megalak Vajamai. We're in a relationship together. Only when you're in that space of understanding can you start talking to Hashem about Panosha. That's what the day is about. But that's what the te- that's what the din is about. That's what the din is about. And this answers the other question we asked before. Why is it not written openly? And the answer is because this whole day is about the avoidance ha'odah. This has to be this gala from the odah, from the Torah Shabbat Peh, from the Chachmah Yisrael, the creativity that they have to come up with. That's what the day is about. It's a day of Torah Shabbat Peh. It's a day of Emunas Chachomim. It's a day of where it's coming from the avoidance the odah. I have a chuka. What's the aside of marriage? What's the say of marriage is that the reason why marriage works. What are you doing over here? The reason why marriage works is because the reason why marriage works is because Isha Kashera Oisev Baila. You know what that means? She's Mavatul, her complete Ratsin to the Ratsin of the husband. She's the Kaylee to bring it out. She has her own Ratsinus. Forget about marriage. She's mevatel herself, bittel to the husband, and then how does the husband reciprocate? After the wife has a chuka and a chayfetz and a cheshit to be bottled to the husband, and the husband gives all of himself to her. What's the Torah? The Torah says in the Chazal that the Torah Anoichi means Hashem says I nafshi. I wrote it and I gave it to you. I gave myself to you. So what's us? We want to be connected to to Hashem. And He wants to connect to us. Mamela, we need the resources. Without the resources, you can't do anything. That's the whole concept. That's the concept of the day. So although this is a very high level, extremely high level, but on Aishana Rava, we have like... Um, to show HaKadosh Baruch Hu on a small step, to take a small step to understand this and to daven to the Ebishter, to give you the Siyat Nishmai to live this way. Maybe you can take some small change in your life to use your resources more for Kedusha. Maybe you can think a little bit how to curb the Taiva's abyssal. 
maybe something. Mashu kazer. That doesn't have to be crazy. The, the Rachman Shemayim is abundance. And Hashem is very, very Rav Chesed. Chesed al But since it's Olam Hazer, Olam Hazer, you have to make Avoid. There's no free gifts in Olam Hazer. It's true, we do a Tainzi, still almost considered for free. As imagine a guy has a, a house on Ocean Parkway and Avenue S and T, Mashu Kazer. He says, I'll sell you the house because I like you. The yeshiva guy, you don't have so much money. I'll sell you the house for 100 grand. It's worth a Christmas bus. I'm not up to the market anymore in Brooklyn, but I'm sure it's in the Shvera millions, right? So he said, I give you, I'll give you for 100 grand. You paid for it. Yeah, 100 grand. Paid for it. But what you got in return, you got a gift. You paid $100,000, but you got something worth $10 million for 100 grand. So, so too in Avoid, we have to understand we're paying like pennies, you know? And we're getting massive amount. So on one hand, we have to think about the chesed in the din. But on the other hand, we have to realize we have to put a penny on the table. Some people don't like to put a penny on the table. They don't like to change. It's about taking a Christ to change, to live the life for a higher purpose. That's the bar. Okay, we'll stop there.